0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 1387. There are times in life when a soul is in such a state that it does not seem to understand human speech. Everything tires it and nothing but ardent prayer will put it at ease. In fervent prayer the soul finds relief and even if it wanted explanations from creatures these would only make it more restless. During one time of prayer I learned how pleasing to God was the soul of Father Andras. He is a true child of God. It is rare that divine sonship shines forth so clearly in a soul and this because he has a special devotion to the Mother of God. O my Jesus, although I have such very strong impulsions, I want to act on them slowly, and this only in order not to spoil your work with my haste. O my Jesus, you give me to know your mysteries, and you want me to transmit them to other souls. Soon now it will be possible for me to act at the moment of apparent absolute destruction my mission now no longer hindered by anything will begin such is the will of god in this and it will not change although many persons will oppose it nothing will change god's will i see father Sopotchko how his mind is busily occupied and working in god's cause in order to present the wishes of god to the officials of the church. As a result of his efforts, a new light will shine in the church of God for the consolation of souls. Although for the present his soul is filled with bitterness, as though that were to be the reward for his efforts in the cause of the Lord, this will not, however, be the case. I see his joy, which nothing will diminish. God will grant him some of this joy already here on earth. I have never before come upon such great faithfulness to God as distinguishes this soul. During supper in the refectory today, I felt God's gaze in the depths of my heart. Such a vivid presence pervaded my soul that, for a while, I had no idea where I was The sweet presence of God kept filling my soul, and at times I could not understand what the sisters were saying to me. All the good that is in me is due to Holy Communion. I owe everything to it. I feel that this holy fire has transformed me completely. Oh, how happy I am to be a dwelling place for you, O Lord. My heart is a temple in which you dwell continually. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Jesus, delight of my soul, bread of angels, my whole being is plunged in you, and I live your divine life as do the elect in heaven, and the reality of this life will not cease, though I be laid in the grave. Jesus, Eucharist, immortal God, who dwell in my heart without cease. When I possess you, death itself can do me no harm. Love tells me that I will see you at life's end. Permeated by your divine life, I gaze with assurance at the heavens thrown open for me, and death will shamefacedly go away, empty-handed, for your divine life is contained within my soul. And although by your holy will, O Lord, death is to touch my body, I want this dissolution to come as quickly as possible, for through it I am entering eternal life. Jesus, Eucharist, life of my soul, you have raised me up to the eternal spheres, and this by your agony and death midst terrible tortures. Faustina here writes of being in a state of not being able to understand human speech. She is beginning to live the heavenly life already here on earth. She learned of the holiness of Father Andras, her Jesuit spiritual director in Krakow. And Faustina writes a prayer to Jesus, asking the grace to temper her desires so as to act in harmony with God's will and to allow God's plan to unfold in his time. It seems that here the Lord is giving her insights into the unfolding of his plan, even beyond her death. Faustina has a vision of Father Sapochko fulfilling his mission. God gave her a great gift in these two holy spiritual directors. Then during dinner, St. Faustina felt the profound presence of God in her soul, and she was so taken up by his presence that she couldn't comprehend where she was or what the sisters were saying to her. She seems to have been in a kind of ecstasy. Then Faustina writes of owing everything to Holy Communion. This is how she has the presence of Jesus in her. She then writes a beautiful ode to Jesus in the Eucharist. She can begin to live the heavenly life here on earth because of Holy Communion. She doesn't fear death because Jesus is present in her. In fact, she longs for death so that she can be with Jesus forever. And then she thanks Jesus for all that he endured for her salvation.